Thanks for joining us today. We're your hosts, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover, and we're glad that you've taken a few minutes just to listen in on life with us and our adventures and hopefully get a little encouragement for your own. So That's right. We're looking forward to today's podcast episode, but man, it is cold this mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're listening to any other Anywhere else than the uh, southeast United States, you're probably like, yeah, sure. It was in the 20s. That's cold. That's cold for, for us Southerners. Yeah, man. I got up and down at the uh, troughs where the horses are. There's a big old glass sheet on mm-hmm. top of the ice. So that's that means it's cold. That's really cold. And, you know, when you move to a farm, you get all that interesting stuff like horse troughs and all that. But we had kind of had Christmas come early for me, anyway, last night, um, so back a few months ago, we got a standard-sized donkey. and um, Standard-sized. That's the size all everyone has. Yes. You, yes. All the normal people. All the normal people. And he was really lonely. And so his name, we, so when we got him, his name was SJ, but we've kind of renamed him Sammy. He's just kind of this cute, big, big old puppy dog, fun, sweet donkey. And then, um, but if you know anything about donkeys, they... Which everyone does. <laughs> I knew nothing about donkeys until we got one, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, they're the best. But they need other donkeys to, to be happy. They kind of need to to be able to have some some other animal to play like they play. Typ- and- typically, all I knew of donkeys was, if you you know, we watch Chosen, the Chosen series. Mm-hmm. You see donkeys there. They're carrying things, right? Mm-hmm. If you... Watch the Brady Bunch when they went to the Grand Canyon, right? They yeah. rode donkey. I mean, that's that's really that's all I knew of donkeys. Well, like, and they Shrek, carry things. Shrek, <laughs> the most famous donkey. Well, no, Jesus's donkey that yes, carried it. Yes, that was yes. the most famous. The donkey on Shrek was the second most famous. But I'm not gonna lie, donkeys are very similar to that donkey on Shrek. Oh, they they pegged them. But I don't know if, and I got to tell like a fun fact about donkeys. If you've, if you probably don't know anything about donkeys, but they all have crosses on their backs. They do. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So anyway, back to Sammy, our donkey. He was lonely and we've been looking for trying to find him a, looking to try to find him a little friend. And um, we We found. We didn't know whether to get like a a friend friend, like a female friend Mm -hmm. or just a friend. And we were just kind of waiting to see what we could find, what was in our price range. And, by the way, donkeys sometimes can be expensive. That's mm-hmm. surprising, too. But this one was not. Um, he was very affordable. And we found this little miniature donkey, and his name is Stormy. And we got him last night. They delivered him over to us. And, oh, my goodness, he is so cute. He's about the size of a big, like, golden retriever. Slightly bigger. But Slightly yes, bigger. he's small. He's he tiny. He is tiny. And... It, you, when you introduce them for the first time, you kind of have to keep them separated. So we've got two different areas we keep them in. About a week. But That's... you just don't know. So Sammy has got this really sweet, like cute. I mean, he's like a big puppy. Just mm-hmm. just the sweet, pleasant Her personality. Next to Yen. Oh, yeah. He just loves attention. And so then you've got, um, then we bring in Stormy. and we he. Don't, we don't know Stormy. We don't know him. We kind of met him. The kids and I went and met him at where he was and at the farm where he was living. And he was really sweet. He, he was did a little more his car, Did you pull his Carfax? Yeah, absolutely. The tires, yeah, a little See if he had any that. emotional distress mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. before and you bought him. You want to check him out. Right, right. But he was a little more standoffish, but you just don't know 
like if the personalities are going to mesh. So you kind of have to keep them separated for a little bit to yeah. make sure they're going to live together in harmony. Mm. And um, and when we got him here last night, it was so funny. Oh, it was really goodness. cute. Because the little guy started braying, and if you've never heard the sound of a donkey, you need that's to go the, like that's the yeah yeah. It, it, but it's like gut. It comes from the gut. Like oh, it comes goodness. from deep down. It's not like hee haw. It's like I will oh, not. Yeah. I will not put you through it. But it Just is go Google, deep and gurgly. Go Google it. Yes, and, uh, and sounds like it hurts. It does. But he was the little guy was crying. I think he thought he was about to be here by himself, and then it was almost dark, and then. You hear him bray, and then at the other end of the where we've got, um, where we've got Sammy. Sammy down there, he's just he heard him and he starts braying back and running and running full speed to the fence. And then they kind of made their little meet, and it just and then and then uh, you were walking him around, showing his little donkey den <laughs> where he, and he's like, Nope, and he ran, ran back to the fence to mm-hmm. be with Sammy. And then this morning, we're literally about to start recording here, and we hear Stormy, the new one braying at the gate and sammy again is on the other end of the packet and he runs like i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming and he's braying back it's it's really cute and uh so but everybody's wondering why y'all talk about donkeys so much well and and so it's kind of a good setup we were thinking about the just we've been talking for a while about personalities and um last our last episode we took a break from that and had an interview but then kind of jumping back into talking about personalities and um Today we're going to be talking about pleasantness in your personality type, Um, you know, having that pleasing personality. And it really fits because you can't put two donkeys together if they're aggressive or Mm -hmm. don't have some of that sweetness in their personality, that pleasantness that just kind of makes everything easier. And it seems like both of these have some, these donkeys have some of that pleasantness in their personality. But what if everybody could bring a little bit of that sweet, you know, fun pleasant donkey personality of these two what you're saying is if what if we all could be a little ass (laughs) no i didn't say that oh but yeah i think you took that opposite because our little our sweet little donkey what if we weren't yes or if we weren't that but we had that pleasing personality in your relationship it's not it's not too uh not too hot not too cold yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today is how a pleasing personality can affect your marriage and your household. So let me ask you this question. Do you and your spouse, do you really, do you want to get away for a romantic weekend, but you're torn because you're also trying to fit in a marriage retreat or some marriage enrichment? Or maybe you just want to go away for a marriage retreat, but being around other people just ain't your thing. That sounds like you, Bonnie. Oh. Well, we might have your answer. You can come escape to the foothills of North Georgia while strengthening and enriching your marriage. At The Marriage Adventure, we offer private marriage retreats that are designed for you and your spouse to get away and not only relax, but walk away with a stronger, more intimate connection. Yes, it's just you and your spouse. No big crowds. Here's what's included. You get a two-night stay in our romantic, cute little farm cabin. Next to the donkeys. Next to the donkeys. And you get breakfast both mornings. Mm-hmm. And I will guarantee you, I will not be cooking it. Mm-hmm. And a three-hour private marriage coaching session customized for you and your spouse. And you get one follow-up coaching session. So choose the dates that work best for you. And then if that interests you, go to themarriageadventure.com slash retreats and check it out.
So over the past few episodes, we've talked about different personality types in marriage. And today we want to talk about one that can bring calm to your household, and it's called a pleasing personality. Yeah, in uh, in so in the 1930s, I think 1935, 36, Dale Carnegie wrote a book, and you've probably heard heard about it. It's an old book, been around forever. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And this book has sold more than the 30 million copies worldwide. It's actually one of the best-selling books of all time. And um, he highlights some things in the book, and I'm just going to kind of mention some mm-hmm. points of the book and uh, and see how this fits in. So here's some highlights in in this book. Don't criticize, condemn, or complain. This is some of his advice for winning friends and influencing people. Mm. Give honest and sincere appreciation to mm-hmm. people. Become genuinely interested in the other person. Boy, that, that's hard, right? Yeah. You just want to talk about yourself and what's happening in your life. But he says, be, be genuinely interested in the other person. Smile. Mm. Wow, that's, that's novel, novel, right? <laughs> and then be a good listener and encourage others to talk about themselves. Man, those are, those are great things for winning friends. But what, what if these qualities were things that we brought into our relationship in our home? Because I think sometimes we get out in the workplace or we get around other people we're meeting and we're on our best behavior. We Mm. do those things. We try to, okay, if I want to get along with people, I want to be, you know, I want to put some of those things into action. And the hardest place to be nice sometimes is at home. Well, we just had it this morning. Oh, So, you know, I mean, Josie, the new donkey, she's so excited and she wanted to come and spend a few minutes Mm -hmm. with the donkey by herself, yeah. and uh, and well, she comes down almost every morning anyway. To That's see her Sammy. thing. Yeah, Sammy, see. she says, is her donkey. Mm-hmm. Sure, we all know the animals are bonnies, but she says hey, Sammy's her donkey. She loves Sammy, she so does. she wanted to come and 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 spend time with him like she usually does. And so Colby wanted to come and see the new donkey. And so Josie said, Colby, can you give me like five minutes before you come down? No. If anybody else in the world had asked Colby. He to do that, he would have said, "Oh yeah, no big deal." He probably didn't even want to come down anyway. Yeah, until Josie, yeah, decided she wanted to come down. Yeah. And so it's so hard. We this came up in our men, my men's group yesterday. Why do we treat the people outside our home so much better and nicer and more kindly, if that's a word, mm-hmm. than the people inside our home? So those things in that book, what he said be genuinely interested, listen, care about other people. What could those things do for the climate inside our home to truly Mm -hmm. change it and transform it? Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of that old saying you hear that you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just way more. I think our grandmas always said that. Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've never really tried to catch flies with honey, but, you know, that's probably a good idea but it's way more effective to be polite and and flattering to than to be hostile and demanding you're probably going to get your way in your relationship more often if you're just being nice and easy and easier mm-hmm. to get along with rather than coming across with such an edge all the time mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and and Dale Carnegie wrote that book as a business book. So at the end of the day, I don't want to judge Dale Carnegie's motives for writing a book, mm. but at the end of the day, the advice he's giving is, hey, if you want to be successful in business, mm-hmm. if you want to get more clients, if you want to make more sales, or you want to do well, then adopt these qualities, and guess mm-hmm. what? You'll win friends. Mm-hmm. You'll influence people. Um 
but do you think this could come off manipulative or fake in your personal life or even at home? Well, you know when somebody, I mean, I think you can kind of tell when it's not someone's character to be like that and that they're almost baiting you. There's somebody, there's mm-hmm. there's that. Are they really that nice? Yeah, you know people that really genuinely are. Yeah. And they're that way all the time and they don't want anything. They're just really, really interested in you or they 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 show interest in what you're doing and listening to you and all that and that's just who they are all the time. But then there are those people who you you can kind of almost feel like, they're asking me these questions because they're waiting till I can get done so they can say their thing. And what, what were you saying over those listening? I was um, right, 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 right. You, no, you're right. Um, it, if, if Dale, I think if, if Dale Carnegie was a Christian, and he, and he might have been, um, I'm not sure. But the Bible does say a lot about the way mm-hmm. we treat people. And I think we can fake it out in the world. Yeah. I, I for, for a little bit. For a little bit. Um, I think it's a lot harder to fake it at home. Oh, yeah. Um, because at some point, you're going to be the real you because that's where you're there all most of your time. And yeah. and when you, and you know, in the workplace, you've got something to lose if you act like a donkey. Um, yeah. But if you come home and you act like that, you have in your mind that those people are going to be around no matter what, which... In this day and age, that is just not always true. There are fewer and fewer people that hold that that view of marriage that is a forever. Mm-hmm. They're you know? they're they're not willing. I th- I think the cancel culture mm-hmm. of if somebody offends me, if somebody mm-hmm. if they do something I don't like, if they don't approve of who I am or exactly what I do, I'll just cancel them out of my life and get rid of them. The problem is is people aren't. I don't want a blanket statement. But the problem with that mindset is people aren't willing to work through the hard and and give love and forgiveness and work through the hard mm-hmm. to get through the good. And that's why marriages are, a lot of mm-hmm. marriages are just, well, I'm just going to cancel it. It's not meeting my needs. But it, the flip side of that, so you've got that where people are like, it's too easy to get out. But... What if we could treat people like this is a forever deal and yeah. we've got to work through this. And so, you know, it, we come in thinking, well, there's some on one side you think, well, they're just going to put up with it and take it forever. But truly, no, not everybody will, is willing to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, one of the guys in my men's group, we were talking, like I said, we were talking about this the other day. And um, and he said, man, I can. I don't know what it is. He said, I can be so kind and so nice and so pleasing to people at work, but at home, I just can't. Mm. And he was he was literally perplexed yeah. at the fact that I can't muster it at home. I don't know. I don't know why. And mm. so. Do you think maybe we spend so much time being on in the world and then you come home and you feel like, Okay, I'm exhausted from, for instance, you know, our kids um, would go to school and, you know, they would, we would hear they're just the best kids, they're just so great or whatever, and then they get in the car and they they are just like fighting with each other and aggravated with each other and just this, you know, I'm like, wow, that's not the same kid mm-hmm. that I see that everybody's talking about at school mm-hmm. being this, you know, great Managed, I think they were so exhausted from trying to be so good 
in those hours at school, they came home and they're just like, oh my gosh, I just can't say anything nice right now. I just need to vent. I got to blow it off. I got to blow off steam. It could be. Um, I've heard it. I've heard parents of young kids, just their kids are literally just buttholes to them. Mm. And, um, and other people have kind of come back and said, yeah, but that just means that they're safe with you and they can be themselves with you. And I think mm. we've got to be really careful there. There is there is a lot to be said for I feel safe in this place. I can mm-hmm. be emotionally vulnerable in this place, meaning I can have a bad day. Yeah. I and can I grace. can I can be aggravated. We all get aggravated. I can spout off something that I don't need to and there's grace in it. But then there's another thing that is I can just be a butthole to all these people and not care about it and that they won't and 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 i can get away with it right Mm. it's it's like that well middle school kids are just gonna you know middle school boys are just gonna be jerks they're gonna be disrespectful they're gonna be all that you know they're gonna try Mm -hmm. and they're gonna go through phases and we need to allow them to be emotionally vulnerable and and allow them help them work through those emotions yeah in a way that's healthy in a way that's healthy but on the flip side of that no Mm-hmm. Scripture doesn't give us the uh, um, the uh, allowance, allowance to live in our in our what flesh. I was for, the allowance to just live in our flesh and be butts to all these people. Yeah. So no, I mean, there's that. There's I want to say balance. I don't know if it's even a balance. It's an understanding of I want you or my kids or whomever that's in the home to to be a able to be emotionally vulnerable and emotionally free and have a bad day and have a bad day. And then we can with each other and you, you do that. You do that with me, right? When I have a bad day, when I'm down or when I'm in a pit, you allow me to be there, but you lovingly work with that through me and you don't allow me to just, just injure you in there. Right. And I think that's coming back to even the parenting thing. We allow our kids to have that, but that what we create in this space is safety mm-hmm. to have that. But then it's a safe place to learn how to work through it and out of it. Yeah. And so we don't allow our kids to stay in it. So why would we allow our spouse to stay in it mm-hmm. and to just get away with walking on us? Yeah. I think if I were to try to treat you that way, you would lovingly and very sternly look at me and say, Hey, listen, you don't get to do that and talk to me that way, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and I think the same should go with kids too. Hey, look, you can have a bad day, but you can't just be a jerk to everybody. Mm -mm. And that's, that's in marriage, that's in children. That's so what does scripture say about this please, about this pleasing personality and being, being that, um, Ephesians 4 32, 31 through 32 says this. It says, let all bitterness, all right, that, that word all, I think mm. is very important there. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor mm. and slander, that's a lot. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander. I don't know what they have against clams, but <laughs> be put away from you mm-hmm. along, <laughs> that's not enough, along with all malice. Mm-hmm. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, slander, and malice be put away from you. And then he says this. He says, be kind to one another. Wow. Tenderhearted and forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. That, wow. If if we could take that verse and live by that in our home, 
what would wow. that? What if we could just be kind? Merit, uh, <laughs> Mike, our pastor, and I say this kind of to each other all the, all the time. I've heard him say it from the stage. If if the marriages that come and talk to us could just be kind, mm-hmm. I think it it would seventy five percent of the people wouldn't need yeah. marriage counseling. If you could just communicate kindly, mm-hmm. um, if we could teach our kids and parent our kids in such a way to be kind. The problem is, is because we can't, um, because we feel like we can't parent that way or act that way to our spouse, we then accept it and make an allowance by, by making ourselves feel better and say, oh, well, we just feel comfortable in the home. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a difference between being able to be transparent and emotionally vulnerable in a home and have a bad day and being able to just live this certain way. Sure. And um, so I want to read that whole verse in its entirety again. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander be put away from you, along with malice. And here's the remedy. Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted. Mm, that word. Tenderhearted. Means my, how many of us, think of the opposite of that. How many of us walk around our home with a hard heart? Yeah. Well, I don't mean to pick on Cole because he's a sweet kid. And he, he is, he is very kid. tenderhearted. But we all get this way, you know, towards our sibling or towards our spouse. Is that if anybody else would ask me, I'd probably do it. But no, you asked me, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Just because I just want to be a, 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 t- a turd. Tender, that's, a, that's a typical little brother right there it is, for you. It is. Tenderhearted, not hard-hearted. And then forgiving one another. And I think the forgiving one another... You can't have a tender heart if you can't forgive right. each other. Because yeah. what does forgiveness build over time? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. what, it, it, if you don't forgive one another, go back to the top of the verse. You're going to be bitter. And, and you're going to be angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're going to lead to slander. Yeah. You know, and, I don't, and clamor, whatever <laughs> that is. So, but the tender hearted piece right there. If I can be tender hearted towards you when you come towards me and you you're having that that bad day and it's you're not you know it's outside of the character I can have a tender heart towards you and it gives allows me to be kind towards you mm-hmm. and and be be patient in that and help you work through it mm-hmm. you know? so uh, James 119 has a lot of good things to say there too it says understand this my dear brothers and sisters you must all be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to get angry mm-hmm yeah, that's not usually my my last. It, I think we he put that in there because I think it's a, a human default to too. to just kick into anger mm-hmm. um, and to just let our mouth speak quickly than you know too quick and we hadn't really heard somebody. But so, what does all that have to do with that pleasing personality? Um, because I think a personality type. Some there are people that are. Some people are more hardwired for just going with the flow and being being mm-hmm. okay, just go along with things and being pleasing and and that's the way God created them with more of a natural bent towards that. I think I, agree. I think some people have that and some people have a little bit more of a shell and a little edge mm-hmm. that um that if controlled by this the Holy Spirit, um having a little more assertiveness can be a great thing. Mm-hmm. But if they're not controlled by the Holy Spirit, it can come across wrong. 
So. Yeah, it, if you've ever taken personality tests, um, and most of us probably have, and there's a new one that comes out every year, mm-hmm. um, we've just taken a new one at work, and man, I love it. Uh, it's probably my favorite of all of them. Uh, that might be another podcast episode mm-hmm. or string of them. Um, but if you're if you know like disc, mm-hmm. if you're an S personality, that's that's more pleasing, mm-hmm. more go with the flow. Um, and and which is your personality mm-hmm. and it's my secondary, um, but you're right. There's some people that if you have a lot of D in you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then they're going to tend to be more assertive. They're going to be poor, yeah, more assertive, a little more edge, more driven. Mm-hmm. Um, and driven's a, a wonderful thing unless it's not yeah. led by the Holy Spirit, and or if you're in the flesh, then it can you can uh, leave a wake of dead bodies behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so most, you're right. A lot of people are, some people are just naturally hardwired to be more pleasing mm-hmm. and other people aren't. Um, but scripture does tell us uh, in Galatians chapter five about the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say, depending on your personality, you true. can have these fruits. That's and depending true. on your personality, you can only have these. These are common to all believers because it's the personality of God the Father and and Jesus and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. So it's the fruit of the Spirit. So what that says to me is if I'm abiding and his life is being re- reproduced through me as I'm walking with him, living in the Spirit, then these common characteristics, these characteristics can be common of all believers, mm-hmm. probably in, in different amounts depending on my hardwiring, but it's something that we can all have so well and let me say this too if if you're listening this podcast and you're thinking you know i think i i mean i wonder if i have a pleasing personality or not and you know your spouse does not you're not going to want to go to your spouse and say you know what you just don't have a pleasing (laughs) personality but i think it's a good thing for both of you to become self-aware and ask yourself the question first before you look at your spouse and say oh he's just not pleasing oh she is just not pleasing Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good idea that we can become self-aware and evaluate that there's goods and bads to this you can become you can be too pleasing and we'll talk about that in a minute but Mm -hmm. um, if we're not strong in that pleasing personality how can we become more pleasing well, what pleasing, the pleasing personality offers is, and we've just heard through scripture why we should be that way, but it's, and I've used this illustration before somewhere in one of the podcasts is, uh, or multiples, it's a lot like motor oil in an mm-hmm. engine. What does motor oil do? It lubricates all those metal grinding parts, and mm-hmm. we've got a lot of grinding things in our personalities, and life grinds yeah. on you, and the pleasing personality just kind of smooths everything out it makes things a lot easier and when you insert some pleasing into your home then not everything's an issue not everything's a mountain that has to be conquered yeah not everything is a hill to die on it every it it just helps things it's a lot like grace It, it allows things to go a lot smoother so how do we how can we become more pleasing i think one if you're listening to this and you're saying well i just you know i'm not that kind of personality. Sorry, it's just it's who I am. We have to have a growth mindset mm-hmm. instead of a fixed mindset. And what is a fixed mindset? Well, that's, well, this is who I am and this is who I'm going to be. And you know what? I'm just, nothing's ever going to change. Mm-hmm. And that's not true for any of us. Mm-hmm. We can all change to somewhat. I might not, I don't need to become like you and right. you don't need to become like me. 
But there are these, but, but scripture is scripture and it does command us to be kind to one another. Yeah. So, okay. So scripture lets me know, regardless of my personality, I didn't say irregardless because that's not a word. <laughs> regardless of my personality, I can be kind. Yeah. And I know people that are high D, high driven personalities that can still be kind. And pleasing. And pleasing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so may not be to the amount other people are, but sometimes it's unhealthy to be overly pleasing. So we have to have a growth mindset that that can realize that we have the ability to change. Well, and our overall personality is largely defined by both our attitude and our behavior. And these are things that we do have control over. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have control over that, but the fruit of the Spirit living through us, if, we, if we're if we abiding, like you said, if you're abiding in Christ, mm-hmm. and you're walking with Him daily, you are going to tend to have that kindness mm-hmm. and gentleness. Love, joy, mm-hmm. peace, patience, mm-hmm. kindness, gentleness, goodness, yeah, so faithfulness. If, if you think, I, I don't have that natural personality of being pleasing, walk with the Spirit. Let him, Let you him. can't reproduce it. Oh, no. He'll no. produce it Mm-mm. in you. Mm-mm. So what's the downside? What could be a possible downside? Because it seems like everything about the pleasing personality is like, oh, if I don't, if I'm not high in pleasing, then, you know, that's, you know, if, if I've got a high pleasing personality, oh, I'm perfect, I'm wonderful. But there is a downside to this being too pleasing. Now, um, on the athletic field, it's not good. No. <laughs> if you're playing football or, no. or baseball, you, no, you just, that kid's just way too nice, man. Yeah, well, and and yeah, and in life, the same way, you can if you don't have um, if you're high pleasing, sometimes you can lack assertiveness, mm-hmm. and I struggle with that. I have mm-hmm. to say, I I struggle with that, and and that can lead to to a, saying yes to things too many times, too many yeses. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are not the great you say yes to, and it, 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 it doesn't leave room. I mean, you say no, you say good to the, you say yes to the good and it doesn't leave room for the great and that, um, your life can become just this vicious cycle of I'm caught up in doing things for everybody else mm-hmm. and I'm not being healthy for myself or showing up well for anybody else because I'm, I'm pleasing. I'm too pleasing, and then, mm-hmm. then you can you can become resentful when you don't feel heard because you just didn't assert yourself, and it's mm-hmm. your own fault. Um, because I just want to get along. I want to be pleasing, and you can become a doormat and mm-hmm. lose your own your voice in your relationship. And you know there there are times you think, you know that guy just. I mean she, you know she's just she's just so assertive, and he just lost his voice in in the marriage, mm-hmm. but. There's a responsibility that both people have. You know, there can be a time when you've got to be assertive. And mm-hmm. even if it feels uncomfortable and, oh, I don't want to rock the boat, um, you can be too pleasing. Well, and, and I was talking with uh, some people yesterday. We were talking about the Ephesians 5 passage, which is the marriage passage in Scripture that that uh, so eloquently lays out the order of the marriage and how we are to respond to each other and that uh, that the husband is, you know, the wife is to be submissive to her own husband, mm-hmm. and the husband you're to lead the wife, and that's a very popular passage, and everybody loves that, don't they? And mm-hmm. so, um, well, one of the guys said, "Man, I uh, I'm I'm so good at doing this at work, but at home I'm not." Right? He's the guy that said that. And another guy said, "Well, that's because at work you're the boss, mm-hmm. but at home your wife's the boss." Ooh, <laughs> yikes! And uh, and he was saying that meaning 
that's just the way it is, the way my home and all that. And I don't know, you know, but we quickly had to say, but you think about that. Mm-hmm. There are women that are more naturally driven mm-hmm. and more wired to be driven and, and all. And, and listen, man, wives, they make, you make this home run. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, you, I'd be terrible at it, you know? And so, I mean, I see the things you do with the kids and the things you do in the home. And I'm like, man, whew. We've often made the joke, if something happened to you, what would I do? I can't train up another one. <laughs> I just have to hire things out. Yeah. Um, so, but, and the husband is maybe naturally wired to be more passive mm. or, you know, or he's given over to that. Mm. Husbands, we got to find, we got to find our voice. Mm-hmm. And if you're wired to be a, lo- a lot more pleasing and not as, as take charge, you you ask God to give you the amount of assertiveness that mm-hmm. you need and kindly to, assert mm-hmm. yourself, not, mm-hmm. you know, and, and lead. To be able to lead your family well. To be able well. to lead your family well. And that doesn't mean that anything changes with what your wife's doing. Mm-hmm. It just it just means that you come alongside her and help lead her and the kids and serve and, and all. Don't, what I want to say in all that is don't, uh, lay back and become passive mm-hmm. because she's naturally wired to be driven. Yeah. S- scripture still says that we lead our families and that, that means emotionally leading um, out, spiritually leading out, encouraging. Mm-hmm. You don't have to n- know the most about scripture to lead your family. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where guys fall in that trap of I'm just, more naturally pleasing and laid back. And that's what we were talking about. The dangers of being pleasing mm-hmm. is sometimes you can just get walked on or you can get passive. You can get passive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and men, we've got to, and, and women too, mm-hmm. we've got to find, okay, Holy spirit, what's your balance and what does yes. that look like in my life? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of times women who are trying to um, follow that godly example and to do what God's called them to do and to submit, they take that so far they feel like they don't have an op- uh, the right to speak up. And that's not true either. That's not God's design for submission because yeah. um, submission is a mutual submission. Yeah. And we can take that too far of like, oh, I just want to be the good submissive wife. And then we do lose our voice because we're not contributing Mm-hmm. And we're called to contribute. Both of us are called in this family to be contributors. And God put us together because our personalities are different, I believe. And mm-hmm. there's strengths and weaknesses in both. And we lean into the strengths of the other person to compensate for our weak- weaknesses. It's like the two of us can become one one functioning human. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like there are things I can't do that you can do. And I don't see that as a, man, his way is the best way or my way is the best way in something we lean into each other and find that balance to find the best way yeah. to do things. And so, mm-hmm. so what are some action steps we can take this week um, to be able to put this into practice, to look at the pleasing personality in our home? Well, I think that we talked about becoming self-aware. Mm-hmm. And so to be self-aware, we're going to have to take the temperature of the climate in our home. Mm. So maybe as you're listening to this, you're, you're, you're mentally taking the temperature, you know, thinking about, oh man, my home, yeah, you're right. Mm. Um, but we need to maybe sit back and, and just mm-hmm. kind of watch or sit back and listen, sit back and survey mm-hmm. and take the, the temperature of the climate in our home. Are people, are, are and here's some questions that might can help you. Are, pe- are you, is your spouse or your kids or all of them, uh, always on edge mm. when you're around? Mm. 
um, you know, my kids have said some things recently that make me, that's made me self-aware about my parenting. Not, not intentionally saying it, but like uh, mm-hmm. the other day I'm, I'm, I'm unloading the dishwasher mm-hmm. and uh, Josie walks over to help me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, baby, that's sweet. You don't have to do that. I can do this. It's kind of a one man job. Right. And she said, no, no, I can help. I said, I said, no, go get, you're good. Go get ready for school. I got this. And she goes, no, I don't, I don't want you to get upset at me later. Cause I didn't offer to help. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I must do that a lot. Right? Wow. The little things like that. So. Ask those questions. Is are people always on edge? How do they think? How do they view you? Um, do your kids or your spouse hate to see you coming? Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are some good questions. Well, then you got you got to ask. Okay, if that if that's the temperature, am I the cause of that? Yeah. You know, because we as parents we set that thermostat in our home. Yeah. And we need to see how the people are responding. Does my personality set people on edge? And then begin to ask God to develop in us the fruits of his personality mm-hmm. and begin to work on those things we've talked about. And maybe talk to your spouse about this. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to go to your spouse and say, Hey, talk to me about me. this, about me. What do yeah. you, how, how do I affect you? And rather than going to your spouse and saying, Hey, you know, you do this. That's a great way to start a fight by yeah. the way. <laughs> but, um, but, I, I think when you go to your spouse with that, Maybe go and say, hey, I want to ask you some questions. I want you to think on them. And then uh, maybe Friday night over dinner, let's talk about them. Yeah. Give them some good. time to think. Because you would need time to process. I would. I, would. I would need that time. I, yeah. And try to, to be honest. And if you're one of these pleasing people, you got to figure out how to be honest in a way that you're not scared to be, you know, you got to be being nice and presenting it. But, but don't be afraid to speak truth. Yeah, I think that self-awareness is your biggest friend when you're trying to discern Mm -hmm. how you come across to people. Mm -hmm. So, well, I think that's all we got. Mm -hmm. That's all we got. We're at 37 minutes, and that's seven minutes longer than we wanted to go. So, anyway, well, thank you guys for joining us this week on uh, on the podcast. Hey, um, don't forget, if you're interested in the marriage retreats, the personalized private marriage retreats, go to themarriageadventure.com and look for the little retreats button there. And then also follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at The Marriage Adventure. And uh, we look forward to being with you next time. We are up.